Welcome to Two Girls, One Brain Cell. I'm Ox. This is Lexi. And, uh, what's, uh, how long has it been? The last we Here's had an episode, I was talking about uh, more of the wedding planning. And hmm. I think that was, I think it was last early March? Yeah. I think when we did an episode? Not that long. Um, I did get a dress. My dress came in. How's the dress? Very nice. Very nice. Need some little fun accent pieces for it, and it's going to be lit. Lit. I think I might get different shoes. White shoes, I think, would be better, because it's, it's a lighter tone of green. I could, you could do that, or you could do gold, because we have gold accents in the wedding, too. True, I could do that. I actually have some, like, peachy, coral, flesh-toned, uh, um, not platforms, but uh, they're like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I might do those. I might have to see how it is compared to the dress and, like, the height it gives me, but... I have to pay something else. Don't worry about that. Um, today's ASMR is only me today because Lexi did what she was supposed to and eat all of her food when we were at the store. And I just kept talking. <laughs> but I also like eating in the comfort of a house and not in public. So that also contributes to that. Understandable. Um, we're going to try to get this done as fast as possible because Sirius is very attention hoary. Hopefully he falls asleep after he does his due diligence with that. I think he's chilling out. And of course when we start is when the fucking yard people are here. Love that. Love that for them. It's fine. At least we're not like all the way up against the door. That is true. We moved into the living room just because we're getting rid of some things. We're going to donate those tables and stuff. Mm. But since Anthony got the new gaming one, he doesn't need his old one anymore. Neat. Are you going to put it on, are you going to sell it or are you going to just toss them? There's this uh, donation place that'll come pick it up for you. You just have to have everything like ready for them. Neat. I had a poke bowl. I'm having a poke bowl today. It has rice, salmon, mango, seaweed salad, edamame, and masago. And lemon tartare and eel sauce. I won't explain what lemon tartare is because I don't want to be redundant. Oh, and furikake. Can't forget that. Furikake. Furikake. It's rice seasoning. Oh, okay. Remember that stuff I bought? I used to buy where you'd take me to, uh... Asian market? Yeah. So let me think. What? Well, I guess I can update. So... Ah, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. There we go. That was weird. It's because I hit stop. I didn't hit pause. Oh, okay. She was just calling to let me know she finished catering the food. And, uh... My mother-in-law called, so that's where that pause was, because I was just like, ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so I was like, first I got a bunch of texts, and then missed calls earlier, and I'm like, ah! I'm, I'm out and about. I'm busy. That's what I love. She just wanted to let me know that she got that done. She got the drinks yesterday from Sam's Club. We had to, like, buy the sodas, because... You know the district eat and play in the mall? They're going to cater the, well, they're going to help serve, and they're bringing the drinks, like the beer and wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was actually really cool. They were like, yeah, we'll also, like, help serve the cake, and we'll help maintain food. Like, that's included in their price. Like, there's no extra charges for it. Uh-huh. So we're like, oh, sick. Sick. Because Lechonera, and actually that's good, because she was like, I was really worried, because I guess when she first asked them, they said they don't deliver. Like, they'll cater. Or they'll make the food for the catering thing, but they don't deliver it. At least that's what they told her. They actually said they will deliver it. They will cook the food and they'll bring it. But they don't, like, include servers or anything. Mm. So, um, 
where we found people, and then the district arcade will also kind of help out with that. So that's a relief. Mm-hmm. We interrupt this program to bring you monkey time. Yes. I got bored, so yeah. Mm. I'm just gonna braid it real quick. Ooh. I'm not gonna do a French braid. That's fine. A braid in general is fine. Oh, do we need scrunchies or anything for that? No, I already got one. Okay. Figure out where stuff is and really one based on based on this new organizing tactic I learned on TikTok that goes, where should I put this? With its friends, with its cousins, with its family. That's how I that's how I managed to clear the the unpacking game so quickly. I go, I think I say, I say, okay, where does this go? And I go, with its friends. And anytime I found like a like a board game, I go, with its family. It was it was very fun. Uh, so, uh, I started watching Euphoria. That's actually what I wanted to talk about today. Mm, gotcha. Um, I am three episodes in. Mm-hmm. It is an hour per episode. Mm. And if you Something. do not know what the show is about when you first start, it's a little bit much. Because... So they kind of toss you in? Yeah, they kind of do. Because, like, when the show first starts, um, the main character, Rue... Mm-hmm. Um, she's the narrator. Uh, she is in the middle of re of like her, she is on her last day of rehab. Hmm. So wow, this spray came out really nice. Um, I bet that'll feel good on your meat. <laughs> I can feel it in my hair. Yep. It's been a while since I've had a braid, actually. And so, like, oh, when kitties. yeah. So, like, when the show first started, I was kind of confused because there were people in a line and walking up to a casket. And I said, oh, it's a funeral. Um, but the way they were dressed, they were dressed in, like, you know, pajama pants and slippers. So I'm like, They're, is this, like, a dream? They're, like, really dressed down for a funeral. But then when Rue walks up to the casket and she looks down, the casket has a mirror in it. So she's oh looking God. at herself. Is it showing her future? It's like, a fucking she... rehab tactic. That's a thing. It's a. It's like a thing they do in the program where it's like you know this could be you. Do you really want to see yourself in this casket? Blah 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 blah. Um. So, <laughs> so like I was like I was like what is going on? I'm so confused. And then it's like she looks down and it's her. And I was like, oh my fucking god, this is rehab. Not that I've ever been. The only place, the only, the worst place I've ever been was a behavioral, meant, was a behavioral unit in a hospital. Food was phenomenal. I think about that food all the time. Usually it seems to be the opposite when you think about hospital food, though. You would think so, right? But the teacher there, she was like, by the way, this unit has its own chef. And I was like, are you serious? She's like, yes, they have its own chef. Like, it's not, like, in connection with, like, the rest of the hospital. That explains some things. Is yeah. that's why the food was so good? I literally... It's because they literally have someone fucking making sure. Yes. It was so delicious. I look... I, the first day I, first day I woke up, I was there. They had a fucking... A fucking hash brown casserole. I was like, holy fuck. Oh, my God. We fix behaviors by including delicious food. Honestly? Because if you had sad hospital food, it ain't fixing your behavior. It really won't. But it was really good. I really liked it you go good boy be distracting for lunch 
they gave me like it was like salmon with a pesto sauce and rice with broccoli mm. and I was like golly what are we putting on the Ritz there was this really good restaurant I went to yesterday mm. when I first had avocado toast for the first time mm. it's called Mia's Italian Kitchen mm-hmm. it's fucking in Orlando oh like not that OB- anyone knows where that is like OBT Orlando no like the theme parks oh Orlando. wow that's it was far. a drive. Was it worth it? Yeah, honestly, it was. Oh, yeah, sometimes they stick. Yeah, I forgot about that because <laughs> it's wet. Sirius has been licking the bottom of my, of the, he's been licking the bottom condensation of the cup since, like, I got here. Oh, they just stick in general, like, regardless of puppy tongue. Mm. Well, no, because, I. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, but so, because there's some family and friends who... We're not able to come to the wedding. I don't mean to sidetrack you, sorry. But, um, so they were like, oh, let's take you out to brunch and celebrate that way since we can't come. And I was like, okay. Hooray! I love celebrating with food. You know, it's my favorite. And it was an Italian kitchen place where everything was, like, handmade there. So they were like, yeah, the pizzas will take a while because we make them and they go in the oven. Mm-hmm. Like, the brick ovens and shit. They had, like, all these brunch options and things. And they had an option of, like, $26 per person. But everyone had like participate in it. You could get like endless brunch, so like there was a menu that you could just have endless things of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those places. Oh, I love those! It's like a tapas kind of place where like uh-huh. you can order and everyone can share. Yeah, and yeah. It was just like family. Oh God, I love those Italian restaurants. Oh my God, that shit was good. My brother, um, for his graduation, him and his friend Michael. No, I thought he was gonna come with another friend, a friend I knew already, Kevala, but he didn't show up. I guess they, I guess, I think he went home or something. I think he went with his family or something, but, um, his friend Michael ended up coming. Anyways, um, crazy stories those two told me. They were both strippers. They made a tumbler oh together to, they made a tumbler together to, uh, you know, sell their wares. And they found it. I was about to be like, if they were on Tumblr, there's a chance one of us could have found them. I found it. I wasn't happy about it. I wouldn't be either. I didn't follow them or anything. I, I think I blocked them, honestly. I was like, I don't want to fucking see that shit. What the fuck? I don't my, see my brother's pickle. I was like, <laughs> my brother. They, they had a fucking photo shoot with, it was like roll bounce. They had fucking roller skates on in one of the pic, in like some of the pictures. I'm like, that's classic. It, I mean, yeah, it, it was pretty good. They know what they're fucking like, doing. Like, if it wasn't my brother, I'd be like, <laughs> but uh, because it was, I was like, I wish I were dead. I wish there were bleach in my eyes. I need to get out of here. I need to get out of this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we went, uh, it was, a, I think it was called, like, Amaretto's or something. That might be a drink. I'm sorry. I don't remember. It started with an A, though. And it was, like, an upstate in, like, White Plains. That might not be upstate. If you have a fucking problem with what I'm saying, fucking email me. You know the email. Anyways. Yeah. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Serious? No. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock your shit. Anyways, uh, so, where was I? But yeah, they had the same, like, big portions that came out. Oh my god, so good. The mussels? I love mussels and linguine. Anyways. And it seemed like, at least, for the portions and everything they gave us, the prices would have seemed good. Because, like, either you buy everything individually, or you pay 26 bucks per person for everyone, and you all can just order as much as you want. I feel like, I feel like that's a better deal. Because you, you get to keep the leftovers afterwards. And it's a bunch of leftovers. Um, yeah. It was good. 
I was like, damn, I would not mind coming back here again. Yeah. I wouldn't mind the drive. But then we can go there, have a have fun time with the food, and then go to the aquarium next door. Woohoo! And the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, because huh. it's also next door. Nice. That's close to the tower where that kid fell off. What? Have you seen that? No. By the Orlando Eye? Oh, yeah. The tower I s- that the 14-year-old Yeah, I saw, I saw that on the... I, uh, for some reason, I get uh, updates from when Orlando Sentinel... I think getting those Post? two on Twitter. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of like the police it's reports Orlando and things. Sentinel, and I'm like, it's I don't, the police. Why am I getting this? I'm like, I don't follow it, but you know, stay informed, I guess. I think they're, I think they forced that or something. I think it's a location thing. Maybe, because like I started getting them and it's like, police are looking for blah blah. Please be cautious of this and like, okay, what? Thanks for that. Okay, I'll keep an eye out, even though that's nowhere near where I live and I don't leave my house and I don't pay attention to people outside of my direct circle. But you yeah, know, whatever. The culprit who murdered five children is wearing a flamingo pink jacket mm. that says, I killed five children. Mm-hmm. Look up in the lineup, Publix. Oh, this guy has a funky looking jacket. <laughs> Just take a picture and put it on the thread. <laughs> click. Oh, God. Click. Is this the guy? Is this him? The police text back. Yes. Get the fuck away from him. <laughs> Where are you? Publix. We're the, shopping as a pleasure. I'm at the Publix. <laughs> Which pub? There's fucking 15 Publixes in a 10-mile radius. Oh, my God. When we have to call in prescriptions at work, every Publix has a store number. Because usually people will be like, hey, I need a prescription for my medicine before I see you. I'm like, okay. What Publix do you need me to call into? And they're like, oh, the Publix. Um, Here's the phone number. I'm like, what's the street the Publix is on? They're like, the one on Red Bug. I'm like, okay, where else on Red Bug? God, there's like five on Redbug. And they're like, oh, this one. And usually every time they tell me, I don't even go by what they tell me. I'm Googling it half the time. <laughs> so they'll be like, oh, it's the one on Redbug. I'm like, is it the one on is it the one in the- Redbug in Winter Springs? I like I'm to- like, yeah, 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 that one. I'm like, all right, got it. Yeah. And I'm like, can you confirm the pharmacy phone number? Because it'll give you that option to see the pharmacy's phone number. Mm-hmm. So I can make sure that um, they are giving me the right one sometimes. Honestly, the way I like judge, like- define which Publix is where is by what other stores are in the plaza. So if I need to tell my grandma, like, oh, I got this at the Publix that's next to Burlington, because there's a Burlington there, and the Publix next to the Walmart. I didn't even know New Burlington's opened up. I thought them bitches were dying. But that's not, that's neither here nor there. Euphoria. Excuse you. Okay, so, um... She gets out of she gets out of rehab and her mom and her sister Gia pick her up. Um, she's literally she said when I got out of rehab the summer of junior year I had no intention of staying clean and I was like, what the fuck? I was like I was like great who are you? What a fantastic start seventeen year old seventeen year old baby child. What the fuck? I mean I know Zendaya is like older than me, but God. Her baby face is impeccable. It's better than mine, which is saying a lot. Yeah, because people think says a lot for us. People think I'm twelve still. Well, no. Now that I've gained weight, people think I'm fifteen. Fucking annoying. (sighs) Anyways, um, stop, stop. You'll die. You'll die. Got the little snaggle tooth tongue. What I do with uh, Limfall, I say you like when she starts sniffing my food. I say you promised. You promised you wouldn't. And then, like, that actually stopped her. Even though she promised nothing. Bite your tail. Get out of here. Anyways. 
Um, so she gets out of jail, and while she's jail rehab, rehab, and um, as she's driving home, she spots the other main character, Jules, riding on her bike. Jules, stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, her the first episode is her introducing all of like the main players, right? So it's. Ugh. It's M. Serious. Serious! Give me a break! Fuck! Stop! Serious! Come on! Come on! I'm telling a story! You do not need to give kissies in story time. No one needs that. I don't know where they live. For some reason, I assumed Florida. Oh, my ears! Serious! Ah! Down! Ugh! Yeah, mommy's gonna fucking push you. God. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> you assumed Florida. Yeah, I assumed Florida purely off of like just a just a hard guess. You know, if I had to guess which state most children are doing hard drugs, it'd be Florida. Maybe Cali. It didn't give Cali vibes that well it gave a little bit of Cali vibes, mostly because of the hills. Um but uh it's a funny like i will say it has its fucking hilarious ass moments Mm -hmm. but other times it is extremely hard to work through the cinematography is really good and so is the storytelling because one of the things that i like about it is that rue the narrator also acknowledges the fact that she is an uh, unreliable narrator Hmm. right so there's, uh, there's like, I think, like, three separate storylines going on. There's Rue and Jules. Uh, there's Rue and Jules. There's this guy, Nate, who is, you know, all-American quarterback. Uh, fuckboy? Fuckboy. Yes, very much so. He has a shiny, he's a knight in a shiny Ford F-150. Mm. Yes, big car. And he can buy alcohol, Lord knows how. His family's extremely wealthy, but his dad is kind of a pedophile. Hmm. And I say that because um, in episode two, uh, Rue tells us that Nate, when he was 11, found his father's porn stash collection. And the way his dad has it set up is because um, it's set in like, you know, around this time, 2019. So when he was 11, he, it would have been like early 20s. No. No. 2010s. No. Uh, I, no, because they're younger. They're younger than us. So they're juniors in high school in 2019 when we would have already graduated. So they would have mm. been freshmen when we were in school. So I would say probably around, like, God, how old are they? Born in, like, 2002. They're 11. 2013. Um, but his dad uses an old-ass camcorder. An old-ass camcorder. And it's the same camcorder. Vintage. Vintage. Um... But basically, his dad has his thing set up where it's color-coded, and then some are facing up, and some are facing to the side, and some are facing to the other side. So there's, like, a code to it. When he was 11, Nate figured out that code and started watching it and found out that his dad was cheating on his wife with women, men, and underage boys. Yes. There's a lot to take in That is a lot. That is a lot to take in. At 11... It is a lot. Um, so, yeah, he's he's fucked. He's fucked in the head. He's fucking crazy. Um, he has a ex-girlfriend 
who her name is Maya, I think. I know um, there's a character that has my name. I think. Yes, there is a. Yeah. There is a Lexi in it. There is a Lexi. I think it's her. Stop. She's Hispanic, which is cute. Um, Yay. Yeah, you know. Is she a white passing she, Hispanic? Or does no, she, look she looks, she does look Hispanic. I don't know if, like, she's white but looks Hispanic, because I do know people like that. You know, or like, oh my god, are you, where, where's your family from? And they say, Ohio. And I'm like, mmm. <laughs> I'm like, the whole, t- and I have to, like, because, like, you know, like, when you, when someone asks you, and, like, you know, like, you're ethnic, and they say, where's your family from? You know to say. You know to say, oh, uh, this place. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, like, sometimes people don't get it, so, like, it's kind of, like, coded. It's like, oh, where are you from? And they say, oh, I'm from this state. I say, okay, where's your family from? And they say, oh, they're from here, 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 here. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, you know, you meet, a, like, you meet someone who's, like, like, uh, I knew a friend who was black and white, but I thought they were Hispanic. So I was like, where's your family from? And they're like, Ohio. And I was like, that doesn't answer my question. Mm, no, where's your family? But like, where's like your mom from? Like your dad? They're like, my mom's black. My dad's white. And I'm like, ah, I see. <sighs> what a shame. Not that, you know, she's mixed, but, you know. Didn't Dang. know how to answer the question. Didn't know how to answer the question. <laughs> um... But yeah, so she looks Hispanic, and the tagline for basically how they got together was one thing Nate loved about Lexi was that she was completely hairless. He hates body hair in any iteration. Hang on. Yes. She's Hispanic without body hair. Very surprising, I know. It does exist. My mom is one of those people. Fair enough. And my dad. It feels wrong, but fair enough. And my brother. Not me. Very annoying, very upsetting. Very, 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 am I, is he my dad? Is he my dad? How am I this hairy? And he's my dad. And you're my mom. What's going on? Have I been kidnapped? Who are my parents? Very, very aggravating. Um, ugh. You got your raccoon? Yep, go play. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? Where was I going with this? Right. So there's that character. There's that character. It's it's Rue, Jules, um, this trio of girls, which is Lexi, Kat, and I do not remember this other girl's name. I think she's Lexi. Because I know her name's not Jules. Because there's another, I don't know. But it's, these, it's like this trio of three. And they're very cool, very fun together. Um, but, and then on the boy side, it's Nate... His friend MK, ah, serious, stop. His friend MK, his uh, MK's twin brothers who are in college. MK himself is, no, MK is in college. His brothers are still in high school. Like, he has friends who are still in high school, but he is an alumni and, mm-hmm. like, goes to college. Like, he's already graduated, but he's still hanging around with, like, children. high schoolers. High schoolers, and letting a party happen at his house for high schoolers to do drinks and drugs how much older is he though he i think he's a freshman in college so i'd say around 18 okay so like not that big a difference it's like not, what what it's, was for us yeah it's not terrible but i mean one thing about him though is that he's probably the most morally sound character because in episode one which is the party um uh everyone shows up at different times and whatnot and MK is the one who's hosting the party at his house. 
and Nate goes, oh, have you, have you slept with Cassie? And Cassie is the little sister of Rue's former best friend that they, who known, they both knew each other since they were like little baby teeny boppers. Yeah. Like children, like preschool, right? Mm-hmm. So they call themselves best friends. He's grabbing a bone out of the cage. Okay. Um, so he, so Nate goes, everyone's fucked her. And they have like, and then, um, Rue goes, I mean, yeah, everyone has. And then there's like a montage of like her, like, n- like her nude pics that she would send to other people to like, I guess, prove that. Um, and then Nate shows him a sex tape that he made of the both of them. Um, which isn't great. Like, I think, I like, I, I think MK is my favorite character only because he's, like, a normal person. He's like, don't fucking show me that. He's like, I don't want to see this. And also, my little brothers are right here. Like, what kind of fucking, uh, you can't really say what kind of role model you're showing when you have a whole party full of people. One nice thing, though, is that no one destroys anything. Like, you know how, like, in 90s and 80s movies... The house gets fucking wrecked. The house gets fucking wrecked. Like, this is realistic in the fact that, like, yeah, no, we're gonna clean up. We're gonna clean up. We're not gonna let... Yeah, you're gonna It's realistic to more modern parties where it's like, we don't have to trash the place. Because that does happen. Yeah. But it's not every party. Because, like... Yeah, no. Every time I invite all of you over, I don't wake up to the house having a giant hole in the wall. Yeah, that's crazy. Not that we party like that, but no, we don't. You know. It's a fun. That's guess. a thing that they always put in movies for teenagers. It's like if there's a bunch of teenagers, they're just gonna go to your house. They're gonna go crazy. Like, no, they're not. So not I'm if... gonna order a bunch of pizza, and then I'm gonna beg some of you to take the leftover pizza. Please take the leftover pizza. <laughs> because we didn't eat as much as we thought. Nope. Get the fuck away from me, serious. I'm gonna be verbally abusive to you if you don't get your. Is that a little burpee? Is that a little burpee? Stop! Take your binky. Binky! Take your birthday! He loves that fucking binky. What a baby. Okay. So. Okay. So. I'm not gonna really get into like the side quests of this show. I really wanna get into like the main thing, which is the relationship of Rue and Jules. Rue and Jules meet at this party after Nate has an altercation with her where, also, um, side note, stop. I mean, no, it's not your fault because I shouldn't put it in your line of reach, but stop. (laughs) Anyways. And, um, uh, Nate has an altercation with Jules because he knows that she's trans. He actually, he said, like, they don't say it outright, but they do show that she takes an estrogen shot before she leaves. Um, she does end up fucking Nate's dad unknowingly. Here's how that happens. Uh. Um, another, another like kind of I don't want to say like hint. Yeah, a hint is that she uses grinder to meet up with guys. Mm. Um, which I mean, you know, yeah, it makes sense. Like if you do, like if you went on like fucking Tinder and like. Like, at least on Grindr, she wouldn't have to disclose the fact that, like, she contains a penis. Yeah. But, um, stop. Um, she's pretty cute, though. She's cute or whatever. She's cute, though. Um, let me think. Da-da-da-da-da. Right. So, she meets her dad, meets her dad, his dad at a motel 
Um, and she's like, I'm nervous. She texts him, I'm nervous. He says, don't be. And she goes, she goes, promise you're not a serial killer, LOL. And he goes, yeah, I promise. And he's an older guy. I'm just a pedophile, just not a, a serial killer. Yep. Um, she tells him when they meet up that she's 20, 22. So he goes, okay, here, have some champagne. And, okay, I, I know who this man is. I don't know his name. I'm just going to say he's, okay, have you ever seen a snippet of Grey's Anatomy? Yes. Yes. Okay, he is McSteamy. Let me pull up a picture. Let me pull, let me just pull up a picture. I've seen, kind of the way with Friends, I've seen the characters. Yes. And I might be able to associate names to them. Yes. But I've never physically watched much of anything. Yes. I mean, I've probably seen a clip or two, but. He, he's a, he's an attractive old man, you know? Like, he's got, like, old man body and physique. Here's him when he was mixed steamy on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, okay. I think I've seen that face. Yeah. And here's him in Euphoria. You know, he keeps well. You know? I like, you know, he's cute or whatever. If you weren't such a fucking pedophile. If you weren't nasty. If you weren't disgusting. Um, but no, he's, he's really good looking. Um... He does this thing, I noticed, in, like, the porno, porno, porno. In the porn tapes he does? Yeah, in the sex tapes he does. Where he will, he'll, like, he'll, like, uh, like this, like, stroke your jaw, and then boop your nose, and then take your thumb and just put it in your mouth, and he goes wider, wider. And I'm like, That's how you know he's the pedophile. Because it's not the jaw stroke, but the boop on the nose before going right into it. Right into it. Yeah. If, if he just didn't did that part, yeah, he'd be full adult. Um, so he basically one and does one and done's uh, jewels, and <laughs> she's basically like he 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 takes a shower. She's like still laying on the bed because he's a fucking one pump chump, um, and she does not enjoy it. I could tell. He's just got the face of light. This was a huge waste of time. Huge waste of time. She texts the screen on his phone. Fucking idiot has his goddamn family portrait as his lock screen. Because of course they do. Of course they do. No. Why would you lick that? Here. Take it. There. Take it. He wants you to toss it. Here, give me that. It'll bounce everywhere. Um, so basically the way I'm going to say this isn't very linear, so just, you know, ask questions. I will answer all of them from what I know from three episodes, but it's like three hours worth of info. So, um, yeah, family portrait, uh, the way we figure out that the dad and Nate are related is that when Nate gets home from the party, he like fucking bumps into the family portrait that's on the landing on the stairs and is like fucking picks it and walks up um so that's fun but after that whole did you come yeah i came to the wrong fucking house jules books jules ghosts him and heads to the party where she has the altercation with nate because nate just saw i think her name is lexi in the pool fucking a guy in the pool as um, you do out of party sure just like those ladies on the boat just in broad daylight in broad daylight um, i'm not gonna explain the ladies on the boat i've explained it enough today yeah <laughs> just know 
after the brunch on Sunday, which was yesterday, we went uh, boating, and I saw bump some action. Bumping uglies, as they say. Yes. Yes. Um, so, you know what? I'm, I am 100% sure that that other girl is named Lexi, so I'm just going to give this girl I'm talking about a fucking placeholder name. We're going to call her Nat, because she has a friend named Kat. But don't, isn't there the guy also named... Fuck, you right. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Give me a name. I need uh, a name. Caitlin. Caitlin. Fuck it. Yes. There. Caitlin. So, Caitlin, um, because she just broke up with Nate, goes, I'm going to make him fucking jealous. Hey, guy, walk with me. Come with me to the party. Uh, come with me to the pool. I want to swim. And then he, she goes, what if I wanted you, what if I asked you to fuck me right here, right now? And he goes, are you fucking dead ass? And then she kisses him, and then they start making out. I don't think they fuck. Because I don't get that kind of, I don't get that visual under the water. Not that I want it. I don't think they fuck. Right? I might have. Fuck if I know. Um, so she, so Nate is pissed off. She spots Jules in the, in the kitchen. And he goes, does anyone know who the fuck this person is? Who the fuck is Jules? Who invited Jules to this party? And he, and like, he's really like, you know, putting the intimidation on. Jules is very tall. Nate is like six foot. Jules is like five eight. Very tall. She's just like, I'm here. Yeah, you know. Uh, oh, big, oh, Kat invited her because she's friends with Kat. Uh, the friend. The friend. She Kat's a virgin. We're not going to talk about that. I have no clue where she's going with this, with that whole endeavor. We're not going to talk about it because it's kind of a side story. Anyways. Teenager things. Yeah, teenager things. Anyways, so, um, Jules, like, you know, feeling threatened, uh, takes a knife that's on the counter and goes, what, you want to fucking hurt me? You want to fucking do something to me? Do something to me. See what fucking happens. And Nate loses, uh, he doesn't lose his shit. He's like, he's like, hey man, you know, I was just, it was just a joke. I was playing, I was playing. And she goes, and she fucking cuts her arm. She goes, I'm fucking invincible. Don't fucking touch me. She goes, by the way, my name is Jules. I just moved here. Fucking throws, throws the knife in the sink, walks out. It was pretty baller, I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay. You know, fuck, fuck, fuck the haters. Please grab a paper towel and roll it to your boo-boo. Yeah, no, she didn't. She didn't. She just, like, left. Um, oh, I forgot to mention. Um, Rue, her drug dealer is 10 years old. His name is Ashtray. That's not like his name name, but that maybe he is. He is known as Ashtray. He has little. He has little. Stop. He has little face tattoos right here under his eyes. Are they actual face tattoos, or does he seem to draw them on? No, they're there the whole time. But rather than his older brother Fezco, who is like minding the shop. Um, her, his little brother Ashtray is the one who, like, he, Fezco does the, like, the actual interactions with, like, their suppliers, um, but Ashtray is the one who does, like, the money work. He goes, he's like, when Rue comes in, he goes, I thought you were fucking dead. And she's like, thank you. Hi. Nice to see you. And he goes, I love having a career at 10 years old. He goes, he goes, listen, he goes, listen, it's a... You know, client, clients, come and, clients come and go, I just want to pay off my mortgage. That's it. 
That's literally his goal. Just pay up, pay off his mortgage, and you know, take care of their grandma who's dying. They don't really talk. I haven't heard much about the grandma. I just know that she's she's not in hospice care, but she is in like a separate room on like a machine. Old lady. So sad. Um, let me think. Okay. So, okay, Rue and Jules meet. They go back to Jules' house, and they take some fucking ecstasy-type shit and, <laughs> and have, a fucking, have a fucking blast. And it's so funny because everyone who interacts with Rue uh, talking about wanting to get high, um, they go, didn't you just get out of rehab? She's like, yeah. And they go, and she's like, it didn't work. No, obviously. Obviously not. She OD'd. She OD'd. Her sister found her. And she's still on that shit. And she's still on that shit. Where's your binky? I don't wanna I don't want you to play with my fingers. Your binky's on the other side of the coffee table. Ugh, okay. Where's your binky? Go get your binky. Where's your binky? No, it's napkin. Where's your binky? I use a napkin to throw. I was using a napkin last night to specifically throw the binky because it gets slobber dobbered. Slobber dobber. And then he was like, hmm, I'm really liking that napkin you got, Mom. I'm like, no, this is to throw your toy, not a toy. Yeah, there it is. Here. Serious. Give me. He's like, what? It's a really good toy. He gets tired out on just that. The first time he played with it, he he cried, but he whined for it. Like I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. My dog's breaking because <laughs> he would play with it, he'd squeak, and he'd be like, Aah! like he'd start crying. But the second he took away, he he whined for it. It was like he was on crack. I was mm. like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Now okay. He doesn't do that anymore. Now I want to. Um, Another fun fact about Nate, um, he... Is he on crack? No, he's not on crack. He's actually clean, except he does a bunch of alcohol. So he's not clean? Well, no, because uh, I'm pretty sure high school high school football teams drug test to make sure you're not, like, juicing or whatever. You want to get this? Um, so... Nate has this thing where, because he loves his girlfriend so, 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 so much, he thinks about what he would do to people who would, you know, harm her, harm her in any way. And there's like a little, like a little clip, like a little flashback clip where he goes, he walks her home every day from school, and he goes, if anything ever, if, if anyone were to ever do anything to you, I'd kill them. And she goes, you're so, you're the most romantic guy I've ever met. Where is it? Behind you. Um, so yeah, and basically, so after this party happens, uh, Caitlin has the most fantastic idea post-party because Nate asks, hey, did you black out at the party? And she says, she thinks, actually, she's like, light bulb, yes, I did black out. So Nate does some fucking recon on the guy she fucked in the pool. And 
And he fucking breaks into this man's home. And he goes, hey, what's up? Uh, your knife, I have your knives. I also have the bat in your bedroom. He's been there since the guy left for work. And here it is, it's really loud and annoying. So I'm gonna take it and. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, so he, he breaks in and he goes, he goes, did you, how old was the girl that you raped at the party? And he goes, wait, I didn't rape anyone. He goes, yeah, what about that girl in the pool? And he goes, no, man, she asked me to, and she did. I'll allow it. I can't really bring the words out of his energy. That's fine. Asleep. It's fine. He'll fall asleep, I'm sure. Um, but he goes, he goes, I didn't rape anyone. You know, she asked me to have sex in the pool right here, right now. That's what she said. And obviously, Nate doesn't believe him. He goes, okay, how old was she? And he goes, 18, 17. Or he, and Nate goes, try 17. And how old are you? He goes, 21. He goes, you're 22. So... Hey, probably shouldn't have been at that fucking party in the first place. I don't care if one of your fucking friends from college did that shit. Like, you're a grown man. Get your shit together. Anyways. So, this, so Nate beats this man in his own house within an inch of his life. Beats him up. Calls him the F-slur for some reason. I think it's a little racist. Um, because he also uses grinder. We'll get to that. um and turns out that uh so yeah he fought and then later and he he beats a man up within an inch of his life he fucking takes a shower comes out ass naked takes his clothes puts it on and then goes takes caitlin out on a date are they like not dating now he after school that day he was like you he was like, Caitlin, let me take you out. She goes, no. He goes, let me drive you home. She goes, no. You're fucking annoying and I hate you. But she still lets him take her home because fuck, I mean, beats walking, right? So he goes, let me take you out. She goes, I don't know, maybe. I'll text you. I love her. I love her laissez-faire. You know, you don't owe that man nothing. I don't, you don't give a fuck. She's like, eh, if I feel up to it. Yeah, I don't owe you shit. Um, this is one not to I know. But yeah, Mans is crazy, right? Does she like? Does he tell her that he beat the shit no, out of that man? He doesn't. Is she aware? She has to. She has no idea. She thought that by telling him he she blacked out, it would erase the fact that she did fuck someone at that party just to make him jealous. But it didn't. She also did that to reduce the amount of rumors that came out because everyone saw her in that pool with that guy. Because he did it in broad daylight. Not broad daylight, but... Broad night time. Broad night time. <laughs> There's pool lights for a I reason. I beat you, Mike. Stop. He's just knocking around the chapsticks. I know. He's got a big old tail. He don't know what to do with it. Look how big this thing is. Oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't see that. He's like, yeah, toss it. I should probably throw that somewhere else. There's not many places to toss it. And it'll bounce around. Yeah. If you hit off the column, though, it'll go crazy. Yeah. I don't want him to go crazy around here, though. He's okay not running into things. Usually. Yeah. True. 
Um, so yeah, Nate's fucking crazy. He can absolutely stalk someone and break into their house if he wanted to. I don't know how he figured that shit out in the first place, but it's scary. Got his driver's license, I get to like confirm birthdays and whatnot. He, I have no clue how he found that guy. He just did. Like he followed him to work and watched him at work while he was working, and then figured out how long he stayed at work, and just fucking, it was crazy. I was like, I was like, hey yo, dog, don't do this. This is crazy. You're actually fucking crazy. You're actually fucking mental, dog. You're crazy. You got a lot of shit. You got a lot of repressed shit going on. Gotta figure yourself out. Need you. Yeah. Um, watched stuff. Related to stalking, there was a case in Australia called Mr. Pool. Oh, I heard that. So I was like, because fucking someone on TikTok did it. You know that like sound thing they do where they're like, like, you know, they'll watch true crime or something, but there's always the one case that like keeps them awake at night or something. Yeah. I get tired of that sometimes. That that whole trend. I mean, some of the cases I have heard of that I'm like, yeah, that is... Because, like, some of them are, like, fucked up and they don't get solved. And you're like, well, what the fuck? It, sh- it needs to be solved. These people need closure. justice and everything. Closure. Justice. Closure. One of them was Mr. Pruel, and I was like... That is fucked up, though. That's awful. Was, I'm it, watching, was it New Zealand or Australia? It was Australia. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, like, he was called Mr. Cruel. And he stalked to know, like, where his victims and how long they'd be home and everything. Mm-hmm. But then, like, w- the person I was watching, she actually, one of the young victims was interviewed. And she described him as being kind, despite what he was doing to her. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how I feel about a kind child rapist. That just feels wrong. I guess it's better than being absolutely violent. Oh, yeah, that's what that's what she was describing as kind. No, that just reminded me of a fucking another TikTok. Oh, my God. <laughs> what else? <gasps> what could that have reminded you of? <laughs> okay, it was this guy. So, you know that, you know that trend where they take the fucking audio from Encanto and... Yeah. And, um, it's like, the grapes that... From the vine, right? Oh, yeah. So basically, it's like it's like him, age six, just you know, being a, a like a follower of God or whatever. And then when it goes to the, he told me that the man of my dreams is it the priest? It's the priest. I see that one. And then the caption is it's either the caption or like the top comment from him. It goes, to be fair, he was very gentle. And I was like, oh, I see that exact one. I don't know, when I saw it, when I was hearing about that interview, because, you know, you don't want it to happen in general, but then also part of you is like, well, maybe it's at least nice that he was gentle and he wasn't being extremely fucking violent yeah, while I think, violating a child. Yeah. But still, it should not have happened regardless. Yeah. And they never caught him. I didn't realize I was molested until, like, the memory just fucking came back. Sometimes you don't. Well, mainly because your brain's like, uh-oh. This uh, is going in the deep. Uh, Don't dive down there. And then one day you get scuba gear later on in life. You're just like, oh, what's this doing here? I want to explore. Honestly, do you want to know what it was that, like, brought the memories back? What? My dad, he didn't do anything, like, wrong. He's just, you know how, like, you know how, like when you're little, your, your, your parents just, like, kiss you everywhere. Just, mama, 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 mama. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, like, one time my dad, he, like, kissed me on the small of my back because he was, like, laying down behind me. Mm-hmm. Just a little... And, like, that shit... And, like, him doing that hit me like a fucking freight train. It, it was, unlocked it. I was like, I was like, I, I turned around, I was like, you need to get up. Don't do that. And he was like, oh, okay, my bad. And I was like, <laughs> and then I spent the rest of my dinner with him just fucking. <gasps> so, yeah, that was fun. Fun experience. Where's the big gate? Where's... Get the fuck away from me. For those wondering, Sirius's favorite toy is a bright, small blue binky with pink polka dots on it. It's a bink. It's a chew toy shaped like a pacifier. Yeah, and he fucking loves that. It's really cute because, like, when he puts it in, when he has it, just right in his mouth. It's like a baby. Okay, now I want to get into why I really want to talk about Euphoria. Okay. I heard a rumor on TikTok, of course, that Euphoria is another rendition of, like, a, it's like a parody of Romeo and Juliet. And when you watch the fucking show, hmm. it fucking is. Because where do they first meet? At a party. Where do they go back to? Jules house. Serious. Serious! Get off me! They do not need kisses. We just talked about what kisses did. Oh, my God. You know, like, it's fine sometimes, and then sometimes it just gets to be too much. I feel like you saw me have, like, that moment. (laughs) I'll blow this in your fucking face. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, you know, Rue is Romeo, Jules is Juliet. I'm having a hard time kind of to, like, picking and choosing where, what goes where in terms of, like, parallels. But I do know this. Sam, Rue is House Montague. So are those three girls. However, the only caveat to that is that Caitlyn is fucking with Nate. And I think Nate is Team's Capulet, which is Juliet, a.k.a. Jules, because Nate and Jules are talking on Grindr, except they don't know. They don't know that they're talking to each other on Grindr. Spoiler alert! Season 2 is already out. I'm sorry if you didn't watch it. It's been out for fucking three years. Get over yourself. Anyways. Has that show been out for that long? 2019. What the fuck? I feel like that was just this year. That's I thought so too. But she said 2019. So that. it's either set in 2019 or it came out in 2019 and they're just trying to keep with the times. It's probably set in 2019 because that's before all the COVID shit happened. So I don't know how they're going to do that. I hope it's like a parallel universe where COVID never happened. And that way I can live my life happily. Where's the binky? Get it the fuck away from me. They did that, I think, with one of the shows, like, for COVID, because it was, like, a show that was, like, modern everyday life. I think it was, like, a bunch of people in a retail grocery store, so all the characters wear a mask. Oh, Superstore? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And so they all wear masks, and then there's COVID in the jokes, because that's what's happening. Grey's Anatomy did that. Shameless did that. Shameless did that pretty good, I think. Um, Make it work. Yeah, there's a couple, actually. Okay, good. We're not, don't make eye contact with him. <sighs> okay. So, um, there's actually one character that I believe fully and wholeheartedly that is a direct parallel to a character in the book. Mm-hmm. No, it's a book. I can say that. 
Um, so Benvolio is Romeo's right-hand man and cousin. And Benvolio's first line in the act in Act One, Act One, Scene One, his first line is "I do but keep the peace," and that is Fe- and that person in the show is Fez Fezco, her her her, her, her drug dealer. Yeah. Because, you know, his main goal is to make sure that she stays okay. When his dealers come to give him, you know, like a restock on their supplies, they ask if he wants fentanyl. And he says, no, I don't want it because there's too many ODs and, you know, the cops are too much onto that shit. So he doesn't. Um, when those dealers are there, Rue is there, even though Fezco tells her to leave. And then when the phone rings, he goes, he goes, I had to kill your ass for this. Because, you know, he doesn't want these fucking guys. These, also, the casting for these fucking drug dealers is Supreme. Supreme. They get it. They get it. They got it good. Um, but uh so basically the guy, uh the, the gangster, his name is Mouse. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> My first thought with Fez, because he's a drug dealer, I thought he would play the role of Apothecary, which is in like which is in one of the final scenes, who gives Romeo and Juliet their respective poison. poison. Yeah. But I think that that might be Mouse. Mouse might play the apothecary in this role because he's the one who gives Rue fentanyl for the first time. And he tries to, like, assault her, basically, so that she can pay for it. Mm. Because he gives her the dose, and he goes, do you want some more? And she's already fucking out of it. And she goes, yeah, can I have some more? And he puts it under her, like, shorts waistband. Because she fucking falls out the second she takes it. And he goes, well, that's going to be $300. And she goes, I only have two. And he goes, well, you got to pay me somehow. And she goes, I'll just give it back. And he goes, I have a strict no return policy. So Fez, ever the peacekeeper, says, I'll pay for her. And the guy's like, okay, then if you're paying for it, it's 600 And he pays it. Um, to, like, try to get him to, like, yeah. be able to. And he takes care of Rue. He calls Jules to come pick her up. And to and he tells his little brother Ashtray to pull to get Narcan. I don't know where the fuck you get that. Uh, you know what Narcan is, right? Yeah. Okay. Anthony is literally. Oh yeah, of course, EMT. Um, like I had to read him the EMT questions. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have somewhat learned a little bit from by helping him memorize and be tested. Yeah. I'm like, nope. Where wrong. is it? Where is it? Damn, that thing is a lifesaver. It is. I was doing that last night because we were pretty much gone for most of the day. And I was like, you need to sleep. So keep bringing it to mommy. And mommy's going to keep chucking the fucking binky around till you stop, knock stop, out. Stop, stop, Sit. Sit. Stop. God, I can't wait till mama trains him. He'll be a fucking bruise. Oh, he's going to lose his balls. And he's going to learn some manners. Good. Good. Every man needs that. <laughs> um, anyways. So... He really takes care of her. That's why. I, that's why I think he really is a direct parallel to Benvolio. Benvolio is also one of the only characters who manages to fucking stay alive. How many people die in Romeo and Juliet? Don't okay. they like go to a war, like a house war or something? I, yes it's been no. a while. Okay, I'll just, I'll just run through the list. Uh, first to die is Mercutio, the instigator on side uh, Montague, Montague. That's Romeo's side. Then it is Tybalt, because Tybalt kills Montague, and Romeo, in a fit of rage, goes and kills him. Then, after that, it is Paris, who kills 
who is killed by Romeo after they have an altercation outside of Juliet's, um, what's that called? Mausoleum. Yeah. Where she's being laid to rest, quote unquote. Then after that, it's Romeo who kills himself. Then after that, it's Juliet who kills herself. Then after that, stop, it's Lady Montague, Romeo's fucking stop, Romeo's mom, uh, due to heartbreak. Where's the binky? I don't know where the binky went. God damn it, somewhere up here. God damn it, dog. Then Blinky is, I think. Ugh, I don't know where it is. Go find it. I don't know where it is. What do you want me to do? Oh, I found it. Oh. <laughs> Hiding by your ass. Maribel looking ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. So, yeah. Um, but there's also a couple parallels that I actually really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the fact that Rue gets picked up to go to the party by her trio of friends. And in the play, Romeo finds out about the party at House Capulet because of a servant who can't read. And he has to go and give this invitation to Paris. Something like that. Something like that. And Romeo, Mercutio, and Benvolio, and Samson and Gregor. Romeo, Mercutio, Benvolio, Samson and Gregor um, find, the, find the, pez, the servant and read it. And they say, oh, there's a costume party. Let's fucking go. And then that's where Romeo and Juliet meet, right? Hmm. Tybalt sees that Romeo is there and tells Lady Capulet. And Lady Capulet says, was it Lady Capulet? It's either Lady or Lord Capulet who are like, nah, you know what? He's an okay guy. Like, you know what? They're okay. We're okay. We're not trying to start trouble. Just leave it be. And, and yeah. And then... Um, another nice, another, so like, another cool parallel is that when they, is that when the party's over and Romeo and Juliet, Romeo goes to Juliet's house and says that whole, I am, like, you know, she is the something, the sun, whatever. You're hot as fuck. You're so. I don't ignore the fact I was into somebody else before you. You're so hot. I bet you can put out for days. <laughs> Pretty and much. she's like. Oh, I could. My God. <laughs> You're not wrong. She's like, I mean, you know, fuck, my mom was just telling me I gotta get married anyway, so fuck it. Ain't no one climbing my tree. But you can. But you can. Um, and then after the party in Euphoria, Rue and Jules go back to Jules' house. And she lives on the, you know, up most uppermost floor. You know, kind of paralleling the fact that she is, that Julia High is. above. I am the east, and Juliet is the sun. There it is. I was trying to remember that. Um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say on that. Sorry, it, sorry, it took a minute. I was trying to get it all out before it rotted in my brain. That's okay. I probably won't watch the show anyways. No, I don't think I physically could. It's a little. I think for you, it it would be a little traumatizing. There is this one really good, really well made scene where um. Uh, Rue does a bump of cocaine. It's not cocaine. She takes a pill and crushes it with a key. Actually, no, it is cocaine. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was trying to think. Uh, yep. Um, she, she takes a key and does a quick bump. And then um, when she gets out of the bathroom, the set does this thing where, like, it spins around. Because it, it's supposed to, like, 
you know, like, replicate how she feels when, like, the first hit hits. Yeah. Um, I really like it. It's a, I think, I think, like, seeing these parallels and trying to, like, piece everything together, I think that's what makes it fun for me. Um, but the storyline itself, I could do without. And that's Just because, like, you know. Just because, like, I don't, le- I don't enjoy seeing kids younger than me do things that I couldn't. Do hardcore shit. Do hardcore shit. Like, Sorry that what, took the most forever. Our friend group does is weed, maybe drink a little bit. I mean, I did take pills at one point. It was kind of rough, but I could do without. But you know, like you did. I did. And how lucky you probably got in some of those situations versus what's happening in that show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I'd snort a pill. Cause like she, she what she does I is. I wonder how well that goes you have to crush that really fine i would think because i feel like you, if well, it's not, not hard because it's a it's like a you know it's like a tablet that you take and then you ingest it so it's made to like you know dissolve easy that's fair. um so this actually isn't the first time i've seen this i was i used to watch cloak and dagger i have to get back into that because that shit is my favorite it is so great it's supposed to be set in new york it's fucking set in new orleans that is so annoying because it's supposed to overlap with spider-man and daredevil mm. everyone is fucking in new york except cloak and dagger what does that mean Oh, and Venom. Sorry. I should say that too. And Venom. There are a lot of heroes in New York. And the fact that they can't... New York is not where you want to live. (laughs) If you want your car to remain in one piece, you don't fucking live in New York. You don't live in New York. You don't even travel to New York. I'm sure anyone in the superhero world is like, why the fuck would I go to New York? They had a black hole open up there the other day. I'm fucking staying over here in Ohio. You know what? If that were the case... Rent would be so fucking dirt cheap. That is the only, that is why people live in New York. Because rent is dirt fucking cheap. In that world. Peter Parker can rent a studio apartment by himself in New York. Matt Murdock owns a fucking, a fucking, it's a fucking, it's not a penthouse. It's a, like a loft. You know, like it's those, like, it's like those warehouse buildings well, that are. Well, he gets a discount though because of the light. Yeah, he does. He's but like, that no one w- else wants to live here. But he lives in Hell's Kitchen, where the fucking alien shit happened in Avengers. Dirt cheap rent. Dirt cheap ownership. Isn't that where he has his business? Is right in there. Yeah, it's right in Hell's Kitchen. Oh my god, I would kill to get a brownstone in fucking superhero New York. You know how much a brownstone... Ah, we don't need you know a vape. How, you know how much a brownstone costs in New York right now? No. A million dollars to own the whole building. Ugh. And you know what? And brownstones can, can, tend, can sometimes be multifamily homes. They're, you can't build them anywhere the fuck else. I don't think the mic picked any of that up. I don't care. It was a secret. (laughs) If you have really good hearing and you can hear past Sirius panting in the mic, you heard the secret. Mm Mm-hmm. If not, this was just our sexy little secret. Sexy little secret. Um, what else? Honestly, I haven't had much except just finalizing the wedding stuff. Like, I have you and Moon as my bridesmaids. And... Moon is maid of honor. Yeah. And then I got my cake topper. 
the first one broke. Anthony managed to glue it. Um, but that was before I had messaged. What is that? Your fucking dialysis? That's my phone. It's a coin sound. It's a little video game notification noise. The plasma machines at a uh, BioLife do the same. They they make that kind of same sound. Oh, it's like did it ding, did it ding plasma. <laughs> Clench, unclench. But we got the first one and it broke. It's like a printed wood uh, sign. Is it the I choose you thing I saw earlier? Yeah. Okay. So at first Anthony couldn't get it to like glue back because it broke on one of the words, the giant choose part, mm-hmm. which. I understood, so I was like, mm, that might not spread transit. So I messaged the seller, and I was like, hey, that happened. Where'd you and get it from? Esty. Etsy. That. It's okay. I couldn't say I don't ca- have to say that out loud. I can't say, hold on. I have a problem saying that thing that makes your bones strong. Calcium? I've been saying... Coliseum. I could see how you'd say that if you read it. That's the issue with reading a lot is the words you say in your head sure don't sound like that in real life. Nope. I have no clue how to pronounce Hermione until I saw it in movies. I was like, how the fuck? What is this fucking word? What the fuck? Who names their child this? I have books with like their own little alien names and stuff and I'm like, man, this is just staying in the vault because I've never seen these fucking names out loud. Oh, that big boy book? Lots of fucking fantasy names. And I mean, they're multicultural, which is cool and fun. But there's one character, her name is T-A-N-E with an accent. How do you say that? Tane? 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 I don't know. Depends how you're pronouncing that E. Tane? I don't know. There's another character... E-A-D. How do you say that? How do you fucking say that? Ed? Is it Ed? Ayad. I've been saying Ayad in my head. and But then her whole name is E-A-D-A-Z? Adayazi? Edaz. 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 So I got the second, that's the how you second get, wedding that's topper. That's how you get fucking bullied. <laughs> but they sent the second wedding topper. So I was like, oh, maybe it'll... It'll come in one piece this time. If not, Mom can just paint over the little part we glued of the first one. The second one broke. The second I, like, opened it, I was like, please open the door. Please open the door. Please. And I see the letters float off the cardboard. And I was like, no! I didn't even bother messaging the seller, though. I was like, she was already so sweet sending me another one so quickly and everything. And I'd feel really bad. I'd be like, hey, so this second one's fucking broken, too. Honestly, I feel like that's transit's fault. It really is. But also, it's like the printed wood, so it's really thin. So it's like, you know what? We have this one painted. No one's going to be that fucking close to the cake. Mom can paint over the little bit of glue. Yeah, and if someone says something, I'll just fucking throw them out. Yeah. The tank top is broken. Get out. Get out. If you mention that to anyone else, you have to leave. And they also have to leave. Her shoes are ugly. Out! Get out! You, you know whose day it is? It's her day. Can you throw the thing? Can you please throw the yes, thing? I'm sorry. I didn't see where it was. <sighs> you know, he's like... as overbearing as Pinta, except he's bigger. And younger. And younger. So, yeah. Um, that's all I got, though. 
I did, I really wanted to talk about this with you. Because I tried talking about this with Robert, and, like, he gets it. But I have a hard time, like, fucking getting the let out. So, I gotta, like, process. Absorb. Absorb, yeah. So, like, I try, like, first run of talking about it is with Robert. Then, with you. On air. Yes. Um. That's all I gotta say. What's I guess you? I could do... I guess I could talk about the small fishing thing that happened. I need to get you the voice message, though, because I want you to hear her and tell me if you think that's a heavy New York accent. You don't have it? No, it's on Anthony's phone. Oh, okay. He can't send it? I told him to send it to me, but he never freaking did. Here, let me see. Do a message me. I'll tell him to send it. Oh, finally. I got that pop in my back. I've been trying to get it forever. I don't think I really had a whole lot. I mean, besides just finishing the wedding and just fucking counting down the days. April 29th, if y'all are wondering. Yep. I'm probably going to leave after this. Yep. And then I have to... Head to the store. Fuck, I forgot to defrost them. God damn me. It's fine. We literally drove by your place. I know. It's fine. It's, I can't, they're in sandwich bags, so I can just put them in a thing of water. It'll be fine. Put them in a thing of water, clean my kitchen. Oh, Chris messaged you. Did you see oh. Discord? Was it about? About coming over tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's why I have to clean my kitchen. Stop, stop. Serious, calm it down. Mommy's gotta go to the grocery store, you know, so you better, like, yes. tone it down. But yeah. Do you want duck eggs Just or a quail eggs? Small chat today. Not a whole lot going on, I'm sure. I'm sure, like, as the wedding goes on, I'll, more things will come up, probably. Yeah. Oh, then, I'll tell him course. to come at 7.30? I don't know what's considered late for him. I have dinner around 7.30. I used to have dinner at 9. Okay. That's so. Okay. Because, like, you know, my, my mom, my mom and my grandparents, they have dinner at, like, 5. And that used to be normal for me, but, like, you know, people in Europe, they have dinner at, like, 8 or 10. And I'm like, God, they are living my ideal. I hate having dinner at 5. It's so stressful. I get off work at 5. You know, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, I'm more used to that because it's, like, by the time scrunchie. my parents would get off work and get Stop. me from my Sit. grandparents. Wait. Wait. Sit. Sit. Serious. Ah. Sit. Oh, he sent me the audio clip. Did you want to play it on air, or should we pause and listen? You can listen. She's just, she's explaining how her thing works. All right, let me hear. So just some background. I was told our officiant had a heavy New York accent. I beg to differ. Good morning. It's Nancy, the notary and wedding officiant. Yes, I totally understand. Um, the thing is, also, just so you know, and fine, yes, of course, you guys can come meet me. And I'm not going to charge you for We're asking take from the year beforehand just to, like, okay. alleviate some anxiety. Just to kind of let you know, you guys know what's going on. But that's what I do. I show up to the wedding ceremony. She does have she does have an accent. It's an I accent. do hear it. But would you say that's heavy? The, New, a New York accent? Okay. All right. Sorry about that. The dog fucked our shit. 
He somehow hit the mic and it flipped out. If we could, if I could put you into a room, I would. All by yourself. And you would freak out. But anyways. Yeah, you were saying there's no way for it to be heavy the way a southern accent can be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. I've listened to New Yorkers talk my entire fucking life. There's no way you can't understand what someone is saying, even if they have a quote-unquote heavy New York accent. What is a heavy New York accent? I don't know. Like, literally every time when she first said that, my mother-in-law was really worried about our officiant because of her accent. We were like, that's what she told us. And we were like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that sounds fun. If she has a super thick-ass New York accent, that sounds fun. Like, why would that bother us? And then when I asked my coworkers and stuff, I was like, yeah, she said there's like a heavy New York accent. I didn't fucking hear it. Not in the voicemail. Not in the voice message. That's literally that. And all my coworkers were like, what's wrong with the New York accent? And I was like. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, nothing. Nothing's wrong. Like, I don't know if she wants us to have someone with a perfect English accent, but if they're going to be bilingual, they're not going to have perfect English probably. They'll probably have a better Spanish accent. Like, well, that's not necessarily true. I know, but like, you know. My mom speaks, you know what's funny? My mom speaks Spanish with a Dominican accent, and she's Puerto Rican. Thanks to my pops. Oh my fucking god. Serious. Serious, you need to chill. You're cute or whatever, but you're really... You know, it's such a relief that I lose my temper with, like, all animals, and not just my animals. You know, I feel like I've been... You know, sometimes they really, like, get me to a point, and I worry that, like, maybe this is, like, me, you know, having, like, some fucking trauma about, you know, being annoying to my mom, and now I'm taking it out on my animal. No, I'm not. They're just fucking annoying. Yeah. Pinky. Yeah, that's good. I'll tie her now. Yep. Um, but yeah. And then I give him a chew toy, and he'll fucking... He'll conk out. Yes. But yeah. So I just wanted you to hear that, because I needed some other validation. Because when me and Anthony listened to that, when I listened to the voicemail, when I was leaving this woman a message, I was like, I'm sorry, if I have a New York accent, and he just looked at me like, I don't want to think my mom's trying what she's trying. I'm like, I know you don't. But if this woman calls us back, and she does not have a thick-ass accent, I'm going to be upset. She called back? Ah! Not upset. Yeah. Or not, not thick for me to be upset. Yeah. And she was nice. She was explaining, like, the whole thing. Can you just drop her? I'm gonna get your ball sniffed. <laughs> that's right. Keep smiling, Mommy. You don't even know what those words mean. Sure don't. And that's okay. Well, he might eventually. Oh, eventually, but it'll be too late by then. Where are my testicles, mother? Where are my testicles? Stop. Where did they go? I don't know. Who took Grandma. Grandma just took you one day, and I was off on a honeymoon. I don't know what happened. Oh, she's... Where Where did you say you were going for your honeymoon? Uh, Animal Kingdom Resort. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cool. Just for the weekend. Do you have an outfit to change out of once you... Mm Mm-hmm. I have, I was going to take the romper, and then I have, uh, I think you might have saw it in the closet, I have, like, a blue striped dress I just got. It was really fun. I haven't worn it yet, so I was like, oh, I can wear it for that. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lazy weekend. That's good. 
kind of not too excited because literally that night of the wedding is when we leave to go drive over there to go check in. Oh, that's really fun. I feel like I feel like someone should have paid for you to get a chauffeur to get driven there. But then we'd have to drive back. Someone could pay oh, you then that. we don't want to. Okay. We'd rather just leave when we came. That's fair. Plus, then if we don't want to eat at one of the like kind of expensive restaurants there, then we can just like room service. Yeah, or we can go to McDonald's. Go to McDonald's. <laughs> Be like, yeah, just married. French fries. French fries. Post marriage French fries. Just like how post prof. I was like, Chris, Chris, wake up. And he's like, huh? And I was like, there's McDonald's. Did you want chicken nuggets? <laughs> and they forgot our fries. Ugh, they gosh. gave us just chicken nuggets. Horrible. It was still okay, but. Horrible. I think me and Chris went to. I think we I think we went to McDonald's too, after after homecoming. Well, we we walked over. I walked. I was in heels. I walked in heels. Cause I was. That's when I went with him as his date for your guys's prom. Mm-hmm. And I remember he's like, I want to get some McDonald's or something. I was like, all right. And then he fucking fell asleep in the car because he always fell asleep then. And I was yeah. like, you want me to just wake you up when a McDonald's comes? We'll see how you feel. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Chris, Chris, wake up. McDonald's is on the right. Do you want it? Do you want it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I want it. Yeah. I was like, okay, tell me what you want. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. That black dress I have is really versatile. It is. I wore it for proms. I wore it for a funeral. I wear that shit for anything. It has the range, darling. It does. Put on the right accessories with it, bam. Of course, after we're finally finished recording, Sirius is relaxing. I know. On the prom couch. Yeah. Well, at least he's not shedding a bitch ton on my jeans. That's a relief. Not a shedder, huh? Hmm? He's got really small, thin fur. Like, it'll get on some of my white stuff, but, like, not as much. Like, I'm sure, like, limp walls, fur gets on everything. Oh, my God. It fucking, it's, it's so light it floats in the air. So I'll just be working, and then at the corner of my eye, I see a little I'm like, God damn it. Mm. And like, I would try to, I try to brush her as much as I can, but she's kind of a bitch about it. Cause she like, she'll, she'll like, let me, she'll like rub her face on the brush and like get her teeth for some reason. They like doing that. They like to rub their teeth on things. I know, she likes rubbing her teeth on my toes. And you're like, no, to get like, uncomfortable. To, like, get my attention, I'll just be, like, hit, have, like, my foot hanging off the bed, and, she'll, and I'll just hear her be like, <laughs> I'm fine, don't worry about me, don't worry about me, I'm fine. Like, are you sure? I'm fine, I'm like, fine. Are you sure? Don't worry about me, I'm fine. Do you need kisses? It's fine. No. You, you need kisses. I don't need kisses. You need kisses. Ah! He's like, let me clean your ears. Limpo did that this morning. I was half asleep. All I could hear was her fucking. Fucking get off me. God damn it. I think that's it for today's episode. It was pretty fast and quick. Yeah. Good, good time. We make good time. Uh, that's Lexi. And that's Ox. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.